Hello everyone and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well, this is a special edition of the show. I'm coming to you on a Sunday, May 9th. Happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers worldwide. Now, this show today is kind of got a lot of things in it because it's driving me crazy, this world that we're living in. But I have to tell you that the focus of this show is mathematics. That's right, mathematics. We're going to be talking about, well, let's see, a movie called Hidden Figures. We're going to be talking about a decision made by the California Department of Education. And we're going to be talking about some wordage, wording, verbiage that the Federal Reserve has put out there because all of this treats you, me, and everyone like we're stupid. Are you freaking serious? Yes, stupid. You see, we don't have a brain. We can't put two and two together. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Two and two. Let's start with two and two. I don't care if you're listening to this show from Madrid, if you're listening to this show from Tokyo, if you're listening to this show from New York. I don't care. You could be in London. You could be in Paris. We have listeners all over the world. And whatever language you put together, two plus two is four. Okay, now let's take a look. Let's start with what's going on in California. I love California, right? The decision that was made by the Department of Education in California and supported and espoused by many educators there in California for high school. What they're saying is we need to get rid of advanced mathematics. It's racially biased. Absolutely. We've got to make everybody on a level playing field. We've got to make everybody equal. Because if your kid doesn't know that 2 plus 2 is 4, and my kid knows that 2 plus 2 is 4, then, well, let's see. How about if we meet in the middle? How about if your kid thinks that 2 plus 2 is 2, my kid thinks 2 plus 2 is 4, or vice versa, then why don't we just call it 3 and make everybody happy? Then they won't have to go to their safe spaces with their crayons and their blankets, right? Okay, so the decision to basically get rid of advanced mathematics says that it's racially biased, okay? Racially biased. Are you freaking serious? You know how fed up and sick I am with this racial bias crap? It is BS. I'd say that word, but we're a, well, we're a family show. Okay. And that's why we call it, are you freaking serious? Because we don't use that other word. That other word, you know, taken up, you know what it is. Golf, G-O-L-F. No, just kidding. All right. So when we take a look at what's going on, if you are in advanced math, that means that you have more advantages than everybody else. No, it just means that you were able to study, that you learn, you got it in your brain. Okay, but what I'm hearing and hearing and listening to people in California saying, well, no, you don't understand, Mr. Tatro, Bill, and I was on a radio show there with talking to some people, say, you just don't get it, you know, because the African-American is totally at a disadvantage when it comes to advanced math. Well, I just threw one thing at him. There was a movie a few years ago called Hidden Figures. Did you happen to see it? It was an award winner. It was Oscar nominated. It was about three ladies who were very significant. They happened to be mathematicians. They knew what two plus two was. They were very, very good. They were in the early stages of NASA, and they put, put a man into space and a man in the moon. Okay, they were there. They were significant. 
movie, I believe Costner was in it. It's just a great cast, an award winner. But what it showed was that anybody can advance in life who takes their business, takes their education seriously. These three ladies did. And guess what? They had disadvantages, and yet they advanced, and the movie was a winner, and it showed that these three ladies, did I say African-American? They were winners. Absolutely. Okay. So am I supposed to then buy into that advanced mathematics is not right? That we should never have that again? Should we dumb down everything? Are you freaking serious? I've never, ever heard anybody say that when they went in for an operation, they went in for maybe heart surgery or operation on their loved ones, their children, their parents, their spouses, or their significant other, whatever that may be. I've never heard anybody say, you know something? I want the dumbest medical guy that graduated in his class. I want the guy who graduated last in his class. You know, folks, what a guy who or a gal who graduates last in their class is called? A medical school last? They're called a doctor. I'm not sure anybody says, give me the one that came in last. Actually, give me some of those that flunked out. Why don't you have them operate on me or operate on my loved one? You see how stupid that is? Nobody asks for that. But when we start talking about doing this in mathematics and we start saying that, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, but when that happens, what happens then? All right. Then all of a sudden, we lose all objectivity. We lose all common sense. And we are in this show about the facts, okay? The facts. And what we want to do is take a look at what the facts are. And the facts are... That I think that anybody who buys into that, that thinking is dumb. And you know something? I think that Mr. Uh, Powell, who's the head of the Federal Reserve, agrees with me. I think that he believes that most people who listen to him or who are out there, the mass, are dumb also. Why do I say that? Because when you take a look at what is going on and the position that the Federal Reserve is taking, it's very simple. They're telling you what they're going to do. Now, I've said on this show many times, and my prior show, it's all about money, that if you listen carefully, if you really listen, don't get caught up in, I'm going to say the next thing. I'm going to think about what I'm going to say next, okay? But really think about and listen to what the person is saying or what the group is saying or what the entity is saying. And in this instance, the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, what he is saying, you will know what you should do with your finances. You should know where you should position your money because you know what's going to happen. That's correct. Do I have a crystal ball? No, but I listen very carefully. I've gotten several emails from listeners from around the world saying, Bill, I love your show. I like what's going on, what you're saying. Could you tell me how I use it for my benefit? Okay, well, as I said earlier in many shows, that if you listen carefully, it'll tell you where to put money. I'm not going to tell you individually, you know, hey, Bob or uh, Juan or, uh, you know, Fred or whatever your name is, uh, I think you should invest in this or you should invest in that. No, because I don't know what your risk tolerance is, how much money you've got to invest, but I can tell you the economics that are out there. And I can tell you without the crystal ball by just listening to what people are saying. Okay, let's start with this. Let's start with what 
we're seeing as inflation. Now, you've known, we've talked about this many times in this show, that inflation is now starting to be a driving force. Lumber doubling in price, looking at toilet paper. We talked the other day about paper towels from Costco that are less 15%, not in pricing, but in quantity. We call it shrinkflation. It's shrinkage. So they're putting less in at the same price. In that instance, 15% less. That gives you, in a sense, a 15% increase, a 15% inflation rate. If you take a look at the commodity charts over the last year to date, you're seeing anywhere from 19 to 27%, depending upon the index that you're looking at. Let's just take a look at a couple of them. If you look at the S&P GSCI Commodity Index, well, you're talking there at approximately, oh, let's see what the number is, somewhere around 25, 26% increase. We talk about the DBIQ, Optimum Yield Commodity Index. We're talking there, 26.7% increase. And if we compare it to the Bloomberg Commodity Index, which is 19.7, or then compare it to the S&P 500 Index, which is up year to date 12.4, you see that the driving force from making money has been in commodities. That's right, in commodities. Now, when we take a look at the, at the question, will this continue? I have to go back to the point that I was trying to make earlier, that the Federal Reserve Chairman and the powers to be think we're dumb. They think we're stupid. Why? Because here's what the Federal Reserve Chairman said. First of all, he said, this is fleeting, folks. The, the inflation is going to be just for a little while, not long at all. It's going to be fleeting. Then the next words came out of his mouth. And listen very carefully, because I'm going to say it very, very slowly. He said, basically, that we're trying to get the what we want to do is get commodity prices to achieve, on the longer term, we are looking for an inflation rate of 2%. Listen to the next words, on average. Okay, so I'm listening to people say, all right, they heard, we're trying to get a 2% inflation. Great. Japan hasn't had that in 30 years. But all of a sudden, we start to see a couple of inflation numbers get up there to 2, 2.5, and 2.25. Now, all of a sudden, we got people saying, well, you know, that's about as far as they're going to let inflation go. That's it. Did you listen to what I said? Did you hear the word that I tagged on that Jerome Powell said? 2% on average okay what does that mean let's do the mathematics and you don't have to be one of the ladies from hidden figures to figure this out you don't have to be a rocket scientist in other words it's pretty simple if you've listened to the word on average okay let's say inflation for the last we'll call it nine years has been zero okay zero percent let's just for the sake of discussion zero percent average nine years zero percent every year zero percent so the average zero percent now all of a sudden it's year 10 and we get this number up to four percent gee jerome powell says it's fleeting we're up to four percent that's the number and so everybody looks and says well let's see bill four percent and zero you add those together, divided by 2, and you get 2%. 
we're there. No more inflation. They're going to shut it down. They're going to stop. I'd have to say au contraire. For all of those of you listening to me in France, au contraire. Okay? Guess what? We're not looking at dividing by two. We don't take zero and four and divide it by two. We've been on for the last nine years at approximately a zero percentage rate of inflation. Now we add in four percent. We take zero and four. We don't divide it by two. We take the nine of the average nine years and the one year of four. We take four and divide it by ten. Divide it by ten. Any grade schooler would tell you that's the division. But Jerome Powell doesn't think you can figure that out. So 4%, 0 plus 4 is 4%, divided by 10 is 0.4. They've got a long, long way to go before we get up to an average for the last several years of 2%. You know, it's kind of like when I used to ask my students, and whether it was in a seminar, whether it was on radio, whether it was in a classroom, students could be 14, 18, they could have been 55, they could have been 80. The students who were listening and learning from me, I would say to them, what if you had a portfolio that declined 90% in value? And then all of a sudden, the next week, it went up 100% in value people would say, oh, great, I'm up 10%, right? I don't think so. You drop 90%. You went from 100 down to 10, drop 90. And then you doubled and went up 100% from the 10. 10 went up to 20. You're still down 80%. You see, mathematics is simple if you listen carefully. And that's the whole key. I don't care what color you are. You can be black. You can be white. You can be red. You can be yellow. I could care less. The whole idea is that mathematics is colorblind. Mathematics is pure, raw numbers. And so is language. When Jerome Powell said inflation the average, a longer-term average of 2%. Okay, so how do we use that to work for ourselves? Two ways. Number one, we now know, or I should say, and in those two ways, I'll show you in a second, but we now know that Mr. Powell is going to let inflation run for quite a long period of time. They're not going to get to a 2% average in the next 30 days. It's going to be several, several months, and that's going to take its toll. However, as an investor, you need to come on board with the rest of the big money that is flowing into the commodity arena. And it is coming in hot and heavy. Money is flowing very dramatically into the commodities. That is driving those markets higher. It's almost like the Fed has put a commodity put underneath. And Mr. Buffett, in his Berkshire Hathaway meeting just recently, said that he's looking at the raising of prices. That's his businesses are raising prices. And I'm quoting now, people are raising prices to us, he says, and we're raising prices to our people who are buying from us. So guess what? It's being accepted. Why is it being accepted? Because Mr. Biden is kicking out all this money. So people are saying, hey, I don't care. Prices go up. I got the money to pay for it. But what happens when you don't have the money to pay for it? Irrespective, however, we hear it from Mr. Uh, uh, Buffett. We hear it from Mr. Powell. Inflation, the commodity arena is going to continue to run. 
make sure you have those things in your portfolio. Look for ETFs, look for individual issues, look for different things, but take advantage of that inflation run. Secondly, as a consumer, you've got to start buying things, stock up, load up, because as we know, prices are going to go higher. We have been told that, and we do not fight the Fed on this one. Those prices will continue to go higher, and it will cost you a lot more. And if all of a sudden there's a stoppage of that check that's coming from the government, you could be in deep, deep doo-doo. Is that a word? Yes, it is. Irrespective. Okay, there is going to be some very nasty times ahead, but make it and take it for your advantage, whether it's from the investment aspect or whether it's stocking up on those canned goods, those foods, those things that you can put away and you can buy in bulk. I don't care where you live. I don't care what part of the world you're in. What we're seeing is a concerted effort. Let me just finish up by making this one comment. When people look at the world, they look at, they just see it. And what I want you to do and learn from this program is there are different levels in this world. When we take a look, we see, oh, it's Russia and China and Iran against the United States and maybe the European Union and some other countries all together. Okay, that's on that geopolitical level. But as uh, Rothschild once said, I care not who runs the politics. I only care who controls the money. And that is, of course, the central bankers. The central bankers are not at odds with each other, ladies and gentlemen. They are hand in hand. They are in lockstep. They are in support of one another. I don't care if they're an Iranian bank, a Chinese bank, a Russian bank, a Mexican bank, a Canadian bank, the bank of the Federal Reserve of the United States. They are in lockstep. They are running under the Keynesian approach. And that means more printing, more quantitative easing, and more and greater inflation. Did I make that up? No. Mr. Powell said so. And you don't have to be one of the three ladies in hidden figures, the three African Americans, to have figured that out. No. We can figure that out very, very easily. I have to say, the assumption of the lack of of thinking as far as intelligence of us is almost offensive. And I only have one thing to say to those people. Are you freaking serious? Until next time, I'm Bill Tatro.